Wins Only Sound, you know what it is, your boy David Rush, man. What the hell is going on in the podcast? Appreciate y'all rocking out with me. Excuse the somberness. <laughs> um, I'm in a little pain. Wanted to update you guys about what the hell is going on with me before we start. I am not a professional. I'm just a man that been through some things. And I use my journey and my experiences to talk about to you guys and hopefully help you out. I'm a kidney dialysis patient, home hemodialysis patient, uh, transplanted, and lost my transplant. I've had renal cancer and have battled through those things. And uh, so I share my journey with you. If you have any type of complications, make sure you hit up your primary doctor, your nephrologist, and get the help that you need so you can live your best life. Um. Man, tonight, well, yeah, tonight for me, but whenever you hear this, I'm going to talk to you about what is going on with me currently. I've been, had, I've had my fistula. Your fistula is what's put in your arm when they connect your main, arteri- your main artery in the vein to start a blood flow to do dialysis. Uh, you cannulate yourself, which is pretty much put needles in your arm to do the dialysis. The venous or the blue takes out the blood from your body. I mean, the red, the arterial, excuse me, takes out the blood from your body and goes through a, um, goes through a filter through the machine and filters out the bad blood through this micro microcarbon, um, device and then puts the good blood back into your body. So the process for me takes about four hours. Um, and I've been doing dialysis with this fistula in my arm that was placed in my arm in um march or may of 2007 and it's been that long i want to say 15 16 years that i've had that fistula so it's given me minimal problems i've had it ballooned ballooned is when you go and they put they put a hole in your arm and go up and kind of open up the veins because veins don't like to be irritated with that heavy flow so they're collapse and so they'll balloon it to open it back up so the blood flow could be better so you get a better cleaning and um you know and and just allow you to get a better cleaning for your dialysis and also allows you to um get a good blood flow so sometimes when you're it collapse you have to go and um get it ballooned out and then you have clotting which is when your your blood clots up in your in your arm and you're not able to treat. So I was having a little bit of issues with my access this year and uh, got through some issues with them. Wednesday, I did treatment. And then uh, Friday this week, I went to do treatment and I didn't get any flashback, which is when the blood kind of pumps back out to let you know, like the arm is ready to go. The blood is flowing. You can feel the thrill on your arm. It's like a buzzing to know that the blood is flowing back and forth very fast. Um, you can usually feel it on your arm when you touch it. Hence the name David Rush. That's where the name Rush came from, from the rush of the blood going back and forth. I didn't even feel for it. So when I went put the needle in, I didn't get a flashback. So I said, oh, maybe I'm in the wrong spot. So I restuck my needles and tried to get another flashback, and that didn't work. And then the blood came out really, really dark and um, wasn't coming out. So I'm like, all right, I don't know what's going on. So I switched positions again. I'm not getting any flashback. I can't push any 
um, fluid in and I can't take any blood out. So now I'm calling my nurse, letting her know. And she said, it sounds like it's clotted. Now, I've never clotted in 16 years on my arm. So now I'm concerned. I'm calling vascular centers to go get my arm ballooned and see if somebody could take a look at it. Everybody's close till Monday. Now, if I don't go to, you know, this Friday or tomorrow, it would be five days. If I wait till Monday to go, it's five days that I haven't treated. And that could be detrimental. That can kill me. And I'll be full of fluid, over fluid, full of whatever gunk and stuff and just wouldn't be good. So luckily my nurse um, gets me uh, gets me in for the following morning at 9 a.m. I go, I'm in there and he takes one look at my arm with the uh, ultrasound and he goes, I can't do the procedure, which is called a declotting. And I'm instantly like, oh, man, I know like my arm has a lot of calcium buildup. Is it, is it that? He's like, no, you're clotted. And you're clotted so bad that I won't touch it because if I try and push it through, it'll go straight to your heart or to your brain or your lung and it'll kill you. So <laughs> um, after hearing that, he says the only alternative what we could do is put a catheter in you. So a catheter is a temporary fix for dialysis where they take a tube and they cut you open on your neck or your chest and they put a tube down your chest, connecting to the main valve, going into your heart. And they put this, you know, um, red and blue lines outside of your chest and you do use that to do dialysis. I did not want to get that done just because it just brings me back to the first day I ever did dialysis and I just didn't want to get cut open again. And I just wasn't in the mood for that. And I just wanted my arm to work, but unfortunately it was the only choice I had. So I got that done. So I'm talking to you now with this catheter in my chest and it really just mentally struck me. I've been struggling the last couple of days mentally and just I feel helpless. I feel like a burden. I feel like my wife is now having to do everything, kids, dogs. I'm, I'm helpless. I can't lift anything. I can't pull, push. I can't do anything with this thing in my chest. And it really, 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 really is. I'm struggling. I'm struggling with it. Um, so the alternative, right? Solution is to go and now get another procedure where they're going to cut my own arm open on the top, my bicep is, and re-put another fistula there, close off the one on my arm, on the forearm, where the aneurysms are, and it takes three months for that vein to mature, basically to handle the blood flow that's going through it. Um, and... Because because the, the catheter is just a temporary fix. You know, it can get infected and all that, and you just don't want that. So now I have to find a vascular um, surgeon willing to do my arm. Hopefully give me another access. Wait three months with this thing on my chest. Hopefully it matures well and I can use it for dialysis. If not, I'll have the catheter again. And the only other option is transplant. So... I'm not going to lie, guys. The model's a wins only, but your boy is a little, feeling a little bit defeated. A little bit down. Um, I know that God has a journey for me. And sometimes, you know, they say, oh, God gives his hardest 
test to his best warriors and all that. And I'm just like, you know, how much more? <laughs> how much more? You know? And um, no, nah, I'm not giving up. I'm just down right now. And I'm tired. Um, I'm tired of putting my wife through this. I'm tired of putting my kids through it. But I know I, I know I have to keep going. It's just, it gets really hard. You know, you know, I just been crying, man. Every time I look at my kids or my wife gets a little frustrated because she just wants me to be okay. And I know she just cares, man. And It tears me apart. And I just, you know, I just really wish that I didn't have to always be the example sometimes. But I guess that's why I'm here, you know. I guess that's why I'm here. And uh, I'm doing my best, man. Doing my best to get through this. I'm doing my best to stay positive. I'm doing my best to push through for myself, for my family. I'm doing my best to stay positive and just believe in God's word. I've done two treatments since the catheter's been in, it's been really hard. I've been in pain. Uh, yesterday's treatment was really hard. I didn't even finish it. Today's treatment, I slowed it down and did the full treatment, got it done. Shout out to my wife for just being amazing and helping me with every step and taking care of me and doing everything. And um, shout out to my kids for just understanding But my warriors out there, man, this is an everyday life for us. This is part of the, the journey, and I'm doing my best, man. I really am, and I feel like this season of what the hell is going on has been kind of somber. I've been slowly doing it since November, and I have to share the good, the bad, and the ugly with you guys because you deserve to hear the truth. You deserve to hear how I really feel, and for the first time, guys, I'm... I'm feeling like a loss. <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm losing it and uh you know when you're put in a corner like that I just had to remind myself that I can't get desperate and I can't get ahead of myself that I have to do everything one day at a time. I have to do everything smart and not jump ahead and try to make decisions based off emotion, you know? And there's nothing I could do. I can't do surgery on myself. Um, I just have to wait and find the right surgeon. And luckily I have friends who give me recommendations and I'll be calling them tomorrow. And hopefully somebody could take a look at my arm and, you know, now I'm scared to even touch it because of the clot. So I don't want to touch it and, you know, something happened. 
So a few decisions I have to make, man. I'm thinking about transplanting and all that, but of course that's later on down the line because I can't just jump into that financially and, and time-wise. And it's a lot of moving parts that come with that. So I'll continue to fight, though. Um, I'll continue to make the best decisions for me and my family. Trying my best to stay positive. I'm crying at a drop of a dime just because either I'm in pain or just frustration, man. It really, it really sucks. But something my son said to me the other day, he hugged me and he goes, Dad, you've been doing this for years and you've always gone through it and you always got through it. This is nothing new. This is nothing different. You do this, you get through it, and then you're going to look back at it and say, look what I did. It's my son telling me this. So that's what I'm going with. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you all. Wins Only Lifestyle, your boy David Rush, man. I'm just going to do what my son said. I'm just going <laughs> to. I'm just going to keep going because this is what I do. He knows it's wins only. He put my quote right back to me and said, you're going to look at this later and say, look what I did. And I'm just thankful that I'm raising a kid that listens to his dad, takes heed to what he says and put his words into action and throws his words right back at him. Because sometimes you need somebody to check you when it comes from places you never thought it would come from. And sometimes it's not my wife. Sometimes it's not my daughter. Sometimes it's not anybody of my friends. This time it was my own, my own son, my firstborn, looking back at me, saying daddy's words to him. And I can fully appreciate that, son. I got you. That's what I'm going to do. Once again, thank you for listening. It's your boy, David Rush. What the hell is going on the podcast? Until next time, please be safe. And as always, you know it's wins only. It's wins only. Peace and love, y'all. I love you.